Welcome to the biggest thing to hit the financial advisory ESG community, environmental, social, and governance. I'm Jonathan Kavaznik, CHFC Wealth Advisor. With over 25 years advisory experience, I've been advising clients so they can make a positive global impact. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to our uh, webinar this morning. I'm Jonathan Kavaznik from uh, Cherokee Investments here at Bank Cherokee. And we're very excited this morning. We got an awesome program. We're going to talk about Medicare. And I know many of our clients here at the bank and within Cherokee Investment Services are always wondering when they get to be age 65, what are the right direction they should be looking at for Medicare and what things should they consider and whether or not they should opt in or opt out. And we have an amazing expert today, uh, Kirk uh, Purcell, who's going to help us understand how Medicare works, and then how we can go about making good decisions going forward when it comes to our, our health care. So I'm going to introduce Kirk, and then I'm going to let him take the uh, webinar for us, and then I'll come back at the end. If you have questions, you know, feel free throughout the webinar to go ahead and ask those. Uh, Kirk will tell you how to do that when he logs on and starts the presentation. Um, but Kirk has been a Medicare insurance specialist for several years, and he has a true passion, which is why we're partnering with him. You'll find that out when you talk with Kirk. He has an independent insurance agency here in the northern suburbs, and he serves all of Minnesota and Wisconsin. His agency carries almost all the Medicare plans that you'll be able to find in Minnesota, and he finds true satisfaction in helping his clients find a fit, not just his customers fitting into a plan. Kurt's married to the love of his life, and they have four children, along with a yellow lab named Goldie. He also is a two-time breast cancer survivor and uses this unique perspective to help his clients through Medicare process. In his rare spare time, he's a sports announcer. Maybe you've always heard of him uh, in high school and some college sports, but he also volunteers for the Special Olympics and helps veterans get through Medicare process. So I'm going to turn it over to Kurt. I'm really excited to hear what he has to say so our clients can get some help in this part of their planning. And then we'll come back at the end and uh, we'll close out. So, Kirk, are you there? And can you kind of give us the insights as to the Medicare process? I, I, I'm here. Good morning, everybody. How are you doing? I, I'm just going to kind of walk through all of this stuff here really quick. I've got to show my screen and, uh, and we'll get, uh, we'll get this thing rolling. Again, I am, uh, I'm a Medicare insurance agent here in, um, in, in, I'm up in the Lionel Lakes area, but I've been I'm a St. Paul guy and, uh, I've lived in White Bear Lake and Shoreview and, uh, and, and, and now up in Lionel Lakes and, and, and I love what I do. I have a serious passion for it. And, and that comes from being, I'm a two-time breast cancer survivor. Uh, and I think a lot of that insight that I've gotten from my care and my treatment, I can share with, uh, with customers that are getting into this. So we get them into the appropriate things. And I think that's really, really important. Um, if you have any questions through this whole thing, uh, you can just go to click on questions, I believe on the bottom there, and, um, and we'll, uh, and we'll answer those questions as we go. Um, like, like I said, I get really excited about this. I'm kind of a Medicare nerd, if you want to know the truth. I guess maybe that's the way to put it, but, uh, I'm going to figure out how to, how to share my screen here. And then we're going to, um, we're going to roll on this now. Um, can you guys see my, uh, my, my, my presentation up? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Now we're rolling. So, well, this is going to be what I call Medicare 101. Uh, and I'm Kirk Pulsell. I'm with the Pulsell Agency, and uh, we are with Senior Med Benefits as well. This is an educational seminar, so no pressure here. We're not gonna we're not gonna put a hard high pressure cell on you, so don't worry about that one bit. This is all about learning what the steps are uh, to get through Medicare, and then to get to that point of picking up an appropriate plan. Um, so the one thing we all know right now, let's be honest about it, is information overload. You're getting telephone calls and emails and mail, right? 
and you're getting all this information and everybody says, which plan is best? This, my plan is best for you. Ma, no, my plan is best for you. And they're all kind of arguing whose plan is best for who. Well, nobody can really answer that question until we start digging deeper. Now, a real quick note, since I've been talking to my, my customers here over the last few days, a lot of people are getting calls, uh, unsolicited calls from other uh, agents and, and other entities. They are not allowed to call you. It is illegal for them to call you without you giving them permission. So if you want to end that call quickly, you can just say, you know what, this is an illegal call. And watch, they will hang up about as quickly as you possibly can imagine. And the calls will quit as well. So this is what the new Medicare card looks like. Um, you know, it's a red, white, and blue card. Everybody has one, or if you don't have one, you'll get one. Uh, when we're moving into Medicare insurance, the things we need to do, we need to have a Medicare number, which you'll see down here. And then down here, you'll see Part A and Part B, which we're about to go over. But you'll also have a coverage start date over here. Those are important when we're looking at looking into Medicare plans. You have to have all of those things. Um, we've all heard the old saying, nothing is sure in life, but death in taxes, right? Well, when you turn 65 or retire, uh, Medicare Part B gets thrown into that as well. So it's one of those things we just have to have, folks. So how do you apply for Medicare? Well, uh, there's a couple of different ways of doing that. I'm just going to move this up here a little bit. I apologize. Yep, did that. Okay. So if you're receiving Social Security benefits prior to age 65, okay, you will get a Medicare card automatically in the mail approximately 90 days to your 65th birthday. So if you decided to take Social Security at 62, you don't have to do anything to apply for Part B. It's done for you. OK, if you haven't signed up for Social Security benefits, you have to proactively sign up for Medicare Parts A and B. Part A usually comes automatically and it's free. Part B is is something that you have to proactively do because you can't move forward with any kind of plan without Part B. Now, this can be done online or via phone or you can do it in person at a Social Security office. And I'm not sure the Social Security offices are open yet, but I will tell you this. If you can moderately handle a computer, go online and get it done. You can walk through it in about 10 minutes. It's not too bad. But if you don't want to do that, you're going to spend some time on the phone. Just know that you're going to spend some time on the phone, probably anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes. But once you get to a Social Security representative, they're fantastic. They're really good, and they can get you lined up very, very easily. So if you don't mind that time on the phone, it's actually a really good way to go. And if you have any other questions, they can answer them at that time as well. So Part A is your hospital coverage, and Part B is medical coverage. Now, these are issued by the government. So this is the government part of Medicare. This is what people refer to as original Medicare, okay? The things we're going to talk about today are Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage Program, Part D, which is the prescription drug program. Now, these programs are administered by insurance companies. And we'll get into that a little bit further as we get going here. So let's talk about the different parts. Why do we have to have Medicare insurance, right? There's got to be a reason for it because Part A and Part B, if they were doing their job correctly, you wouldn't need Medicare insurance, right? Well, here's why you need it. We're going to run through that. So Part A, hospitalization. It's a hospitalization portion of your plan. I call this the bricks and sticks, okay, because this is hospital, skilled nursing care, hospice care, uh, things like that, home health care, okay? With this, it's usually a zero monthly premium. If you've worked 40-plus quarters in your career and paid into Social Security, you get this for free. 
I have still not run into anybody who hasn't gotten part A for free. Um, it's, it's pretty, you know, obviously that's the way uh, they, they work it out. If you haven't worked and paid into Social Security, obviously there's some monthly premiums for that. But truly, I haven't run into anybody yet. So, again, inpatient care, inpatient care in hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, hospice care, and home health care. Again, bricks and sticks, right? So, here's why we need to have Medicare insurance, okay? So, with Part A, you have a deductible of $1,408 each time you check into the hospital. Now, this says each benefit period. That benefit period equals 60 days, okay? So this can be assessed to you up to six times a year if you're having a really bad year, right? So you check into the hospital, you have a deductible of $1,408, period, no ifs, no ands, no buts, okay? That's just what it is. Um, skilled nursing care, this is a really good part, and this is also covered in all your insurance plans as well. So here's the deal. You go into the hospital, you get sick, you have surgery, that kind of thing. They're going to kick you out of the hospital as quickly as they can, and they're going to put you into skilled nursing care. Nursing nursing care isn't what it used to be when I was a kid. You know, when I was a kid, you went into the nursing home to die. That's not how we do it anymore. Now skilled nursing care is for rehab. Now, national statistics tell us that on average, we would spend about five days in uh, rehab in a nursing care facility. So the $0 for the first 20 days is actually really good coverage, okay? So here's our first hole, that $1,408 each benefit period. So that can be, again, assessed to you up to six times. So that's, that's hole number one. Hole number two, Part B. Part B this year, now I haven't heard what next year's pricing is yet, but this year, most people will pay $144.60. Um, people on Medicare with annual incomes over 87000 or uh, 174 if you're married, will pay more, and we'll get into that in just a moment. And those amounts are determined uh, using your modified adjusted or Maggie um, uh, for a two-year look back. And, and we really honestly can get into that more on a one-on-one -on -one level. Uh, this is, we'll, we'll try and stay at a thousand feet here, but I can explain that in more detail if you need that help. Uh, conversely, on the other side, people with lower incomes may qualify for extra financial help. And there's plenty of that out there, not just from the government, but from some of these carriers as well. And we can help you with that. I'll, I'll just kind of put this page up there so you kind of have an idea. Some of you are high income earners and that kind of thing. Um, you see there's there's different um, um, monthly payments for that. I had one woman who was uh, upset because she had to pay the 491.60. I said, well, congratulations. And she said, why? I said, well, you had a pretty good year. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's uh, it goes up with the, with your income, of course. So um, here is what I call the coffee shop questions. Am I required to enroll in part B? Now, we all sit around the coffee shop and there's always one person in that coffee shop that knows exactly the answers for everything. We're gonna make those answers absolutely 100% fact today because <laughs> there is there is some there is some uh, let's call it uh, uh, information that isn't correct that 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 kind of strolls around coffee shops every now and then. Are you required to enroll in Part B? No, you are not required. Part B is voluntary. Now, if you decline Part B, you are subject to a 10% penalty for each year you fail to apply. So is it smart to apply for Part B? Absolutely, right when you're supposed to. I can help you with when you're supposed to do that. Um, you either do it at 65 or when you retire and lose your 
benefits, your 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 uh, your health benefits. You need to do it in that particular time. So uh, an example of of the penalties: uh, one year times the current Part B premium would result in a fourteen sixty dollar a fourteen dollar and sixty cent penalty each month for the rest of your life. So it doesn't seem like it's a lot because it's fourteen dollars and sixty cents, but that is put onto your premium every single month until you die. So it can add up very quickly and be very expensive. Um, part B penalty raises or lowers as the Part B premiums adjust. So we're not really sure what that premium will even be next year because we don't know what the premium is going to be as of yet. Now, can you delay Part B? Of course you can. If you are actively working and covered by group health insurance, absolutely. If you are a spouse and your husband or wife is working and you are covered under their group health insurance, you're covered. You don't need Part B. Does that make sense? Any, if you guys have any questions out there, put those questions out there. I'd love to be interrupted with questions. So if you have questions or concerns, please, please uh, use that questions box at the bottom there, and we will uh, we'll answer those questions uh, as, as, quick to, as quickly as to immediately as we can. So. Medicare Part B, I call this the people and procedures part, right? So this is doctor services, outpatient care, that kind of thing. So it's doctors, nurses, procedures, $12 uh, aspirin and $8 Band-Aids that you get when you're, in, uh, when you're in the hospital. Of course, it does include physical and occupational and chemotherapy. Chemotherapy is a Part B drug. We'll get into that a little later. If you have any questions about that, we can certainly do that one-on-one -on -one as well. Part B drugs are doctor-infused drugs. That's Part B, not Part D. Um, so just to kind of really confuse you today, right? Uh, but that is that's one thing that we should probably know about. So Part B coverage. Here's the other hole we're going to talk about, folks. So there's a $198 annual deductible. Okay, it's 198 bucks. You go in once, you pay that deductible. That's it for the year. Plus. Medicare then pays 80% of your bill when you go into the hospital, right? You are charged with 20% of that bill. This 20% has no financial cap to it. So, for example, God forbid you go into the hospital and you have a heart attack. If, if a lot of you have been there before, you know it doesn't take much to get to a half a million dollars in a hospital to, to, uh, to get to that point. That 20%, regardless of what that fee is, is yours. You, you were you were in charge of that 20%. So that is the other hole that we cover with Medicare insurance because that one, if you have a catastrophe, can put you into bankruptcy really, really fast, right? So that's the other, that's the two holes that we have to fill. So we got a couple of options. People kind of get these confused sometimes. So I hope I can I, can, I hope I can make you uh, understand these a little bit better. So there's two options for Medicare uh, to fill those gaps in, right? Hey, Kurt, the first one is, yes, I'm going to interrupt you. We do have a question. Great. The question is, if you're working and you delay taking Part B until retirement, are you still penalized? Absolutely. As long as you have health insurance through your employer, you will not be penalized. If you are still working past 65 and have no health insurance, then you will be penalized. So the whole key to this is if you have health insurance past 65, you do not have to apply for Part B. If you lose that health insurance past 65, then you got to apply for Part B. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. 
Good, great, glad, great question, by the way. That's that's a question, and, and we can ask that question five times because it takes some time to understand that a little bit sometimes. So that's that's a great question. Thank you for that question. So the two options we have for Medicare, we have Medicare supplements. Now you'll see down here where it says we have 10 plans, A, B, C, D, F, G. We're not like that in Minnesota. We are unique in Minnesota. Now we all know that, right? <laughs> We're unique in Minnesota in the respect that we only have three of those plans. We have a basic plan, an extended basic plan, and now we have a plan that doesn't cover the Part B for you youngins that are turning 65 as of 2020. That's it. There, there are three plans, and, and, and it's very simple, very easy in Minnesota when it comes to Medicare supplements. Now, with a Medicare supplement, you do need to get a Part D prescription plan. They are separate, and you have to get both of them. Um, the other option is Medicare Advantage, what we call Medicare Part C. Now, these are HMOs, PPOs, uh, private fee-for-service plans, special need plans. Now, these plans can be purchased with or without drug coverage. 99% of the plans I sell in Medicare Advantage have drug coverage. Now, why would we have one without drug coverage? Well, let's say you're a veteran and you get your drugs from the VA or you are going to the VA and you're getting all your health care from there, but you want some extra benefits. So that's a, it's a really great plan for veterans or people who just refuse and just say, hey, you know what? I don't want the drug plan. That's your right. You can do that. You, you, you will get a penalty for it, but it's your right to say no to that. So there are plans with or without drug coverage. The cool thing is for those people who maybe aren't taking any drugs and would be angry having to pay it for a Part D plan, there are $0 Medicare plans that have drugs included with them. So you don't end up paying anything and you stay away from the penalty at the same time. So uh, I hope that makes sense. We're going to get into both of these just a little bit deeper here. Um, so the difference between these two options, this is kind of cool. Um, Medicare Advantage generally has low or no premiums, okay? They usually include prescription drug coverage. Medigap plans usually do not, they don't include drug coverage at all, okay? And they have higher premiums. So as we go through this, I want you to kind of think of it this way. Medigap is more of a prepay for your health care. And Medicare Advantage is more of a pay-as-you-go healthcare. There are great options on both sides of those. So we'll, we'll continue here. So Medicare has cost-sharing out-of-pocket expenses like co-pays and co-insurance. Most of the co-insurance, which is percentages, have gone away with Medicare Advantage plans. Most of them now are co-pays. Dollar signs before, before percentages all day long. When I was in, um, getting PET scans for my cancer scans, I, I, I got to be honest with you, I can tell you what $140 of a PET scan is, but I can't tell you what 20% of a PET scan is. Um, I can budget when it's a dollar sign. Um, percentages make me a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. Kirk, um, we do have another question. Great. I love it. Are all Medicare plans Advantage? There used to be a choice. Well, all Medicare Advantage plans, yes, are Medicare Advantage. There used to be a choice, and I'm guessing you're talking about the Medicare cost plans. Uh, the Medicare cost plans went away in almost all of Minnesota counties except for 22. They're still available in 22 counties, and they're all pretty much outstate counties. Um, but, yes, Medicare Advantage plans are all Medicare Advantage, and Medigap is more of a Medicare supplement plan. So 
Um, when it comes to choices, however, with the Medicare Advantage plans, we have upwards of 38, 40 different Medicare Advantage plans to pick from here in Minnesota. We're very, very lucky. Um, if we can't find a plan that fits your needs, we're, we're not doing our job very well. So um, I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't, please ask it again, and I'll, and I'll try and, and clarify that a little bit more. Um, so Medicare Advantage plans usually have a provider network. Uh, again, here in Minnesota, we're very lucky. We have some plans that have just expansive networks where it's actually difficult to get out of network, which is nice. So um, with Medigap policies, there are no provider networks. You just have to go to a doctor who takes Medicare. Um, if you find a doctor who doesn't take Medicare in these times, I'd say don't go to him because he might not be the smartest doctor because, gosh, we're all getting older. <laughs> and I think that's important. So um, Medicare Advantage plans. Benefits are provided by an insurance company, not Medicare, okay? So the difference to that is with a Medigap plan, Medicare plays first and your Medigap plan pays second. Uh, this often includes uh, benefits not covered by Medicare, such as dental and vision and hearing benefits, gym memberships, chiropractor, acupuncture. There's a lot of benefits over here, and, and I'll explain this to you in just a moment. And then, of course, with Medigap, it does not include the extra benefits, so it's just your hospitalization and your medical. Now, on the Medicare side of things, just so kind of people get an idea what this is, basically what happens here in a very layman's terms is Medicare went to, say, United Healthcare or Alina Health or, or, or one of these, uh, our carriers that we have here in Minnesota and said, hey, we want you taking care of our customers, and we're going to give you some money for doing that. Company said, cool, that's a great thing. Then Medicare came back and said, by the way, there's going to be competition. So now they're putting together these really awesome plans with these really great um, uh, benefits for you because uh, they want you as a customer, right? And, and the, the competition here in Minnesota is fierce. And it's great for us uh, on, on the Medicare side of things because the competition has been so good. For the last three years, we haven't seen um, an uptick in, in premiums. We have seen... Uh, better uh, uh, better benefits coming at us. It's just been a really, really great experience here in Minnesota. So we're, we're doing really well. At Wisconsin, too. I'm sorry. Um, so how do you enroll in a Medigap plan? Medigap. Now, remember, Medigap, Medicare supplement, same thing, okay? There's no specified enrollment window. You have to have Part A and Part B. And here's where um, some of that coffee coffee club uh, uh, gets a little a little worrisome. There's guarantee issue within six months of your Part B effective date. So let's say your Part B effective date is usually your birth month, right? Um, say it's for me, it would be November. I would have from November to May to get into a Medicare supplement plan or a Medigap plan um, with guarantee issue. They have to take it, right? So if you're past that six months, here's where the changes is uh, starting your Part B. You may be subject to health underwriting. Every single carrier has different underwriting requirements. Some are very liberal. Some are very stringent. Um, it all depends on the company that you go with. So a lot of people say if you don't get into it right away, you can't ever get into it again. Well, that's wrong. You can get into it. You just have to pass the health underwriting. Um, I hope that makes sense. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty clear. So. Uh, Medicare Advantage, I am first off going to apologize for whoever made this page, made it horribly small, and I apologize. I'll read through it for you guys. So 
with Medicare Advantage, um, you have to you have to be at least 65 years old, uh, or you have to qualify on the basis of a disability or another special situation, or or and I should say you're a U.S. citizen that has been in this country for at least five years. Now you have a lot of enrollment periods here. So your initial enrollment period, so you're turning 65. The birth month of your 65th birthday, we'll use my birth, birth month again. So my birth month is November, okay? You take November and go three months prior, and then you go three months after, and that is your initial enrollment period. So you have a seven-month window to apply for Medicare Advantage plans, okay? We love to start early so we can have that, that Advantage plan starting on your birth month, usually that's the best time to get that going because if you are already retired, you don't want to have any um, uh, any enrollment, uh, a late enrollment fees. So it's usually a good place to start. So that's your first enrollment period. Here's the cool thing about being a senior, folks. I'm going to tell you this. We have a lot of really cool places and a lot of flexibility when it comes to this. So we have the what I just explained to you, uh, uh, the, uh, your, your initial enrollment period. Then, starting right now, actually, you have an annual enrollment period that goes from October 15th to December 7th. You can change plans every single year between October 15th and December 7th. How cool is that? If a plan comes out and they've got some really great benefits, hopefully your agent's calling you up and saying, hey, I got something you might want to take a look at here. So you have that in period. And then you have from January 1st to March 31st to go, oh, you know what? I might have made a mistake enrolling in this plan. Let's go back to what we were doing here. I want to try another plan. So we have one more period, January 1st to March 31st, to change one time uh, to get you through that year, right? Then we go back into the annual enrollment period again. So we have a lot of flexibility here, folks, um, and we should take advantage of that. I, 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 You know, life is short, and if there's a better plan out there, we should take advantage of it. Um, hopefully, we don't have any qu if you have any questions, let me know. Again, put it in the... Uh, the questions period down there at the bottom, and we'll get that done. Um, there are special enrollment periods. Um, if you're coming off of your your, your group health plan, uh, if you're over 65 and you just came off your health plan, there is a special enrollment period that is 63 days after you get off of your um, your, your your health plan to get you onto a Medicare Advantage plan as well. Um, if you move out of the plan service area, you can you can do that as well. Um, if you've been diagnosed with, here's what's really cool. If you've been diagnosed with certain qualifying disabilities or chronic health conditions, they actually have plans that are, are, are called special needs plans that can be just for you. And this plan is, is, is based around whatever your special need is. It's really cool, actually. So, um, moving on. Part D. We haven't talked about drugs yet. Here we go. So drugs, this is, again, something that comes from private insurance. Uh, it helps you lower your costs and protects you against high, unexpected drug costs. Um, there's a guarantee issue during the certain enrollment periods. The annual election period is one of them. Um, and this is, again, voluntary, but you will be penalized without qualified drug coverage, okay? Two things, just to remember. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan with a drug plan, that is qualified drug coverage. You don't have to get Part D if you have Part C with drugs on it, okay? That's important. A lot of people get that confused, right? If you have a Medicare supplement plan, you should get the Part D plan, right? Because that there's no drug coverage in, in that medic and the Medigap policy, but there you need to get a drip, Part D drug coverage, okay? 
Penalties on late enrollment, honestly, I'm going to run through this, but if you have specific questions, please give us a call. We can run through this um, more in depth with you. Um, not too many people ever have to worry about this, but it is 1% of base beneficiary premium for each month the enrollment is delayed. So let's just put this in a number. Say this year's prevailing drug plan is $40, okay? 1% of $40 is 40 cents. Now, let's say you missed it for the full calendar year. So let's take that 40 cents and times it by 12, because that's how many months are in a year. Now you have a $4.80 penalty that goes on top of your drug premium, okay? Now, the thing with this is it's only $4.80. It's not a lot, but it goes on every single month you have that Part D until you die. So it can be kind of expensive. I had a poor woman up here in White Bear Lake who had didn't have Part D coverage for 17 years because somebody told her she didn't need to have it. And her penalties were as expensive as her drug coverage. And it just broke my heart. But there's not anything you can do about that. It, it's it's a sad thing. So, Kirk, we do have a question. All right. With lower costs and more benefits with Advantage, why would you choose Medigap? Well, that's a really great question. Um, and I'm going to give you my opinion on this. Um, I believe that there are people that need to be on Medigap coverage. Um, you might be going through dialysis. You might be in and out of the hospital a lot because of a chronic condition. You might um, you might have cancer right now, right? Um, you might be fighting something you know pretty chronic if it's dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. That might be an opportunity where a Medigap plan would probably be more effective for you. But in, as a whole, if you are relatively healthy, and I'm, I'm saying relatively healthy, you don't have to be running marathons or anything like that. If you're relatively healthy, a Medicare Advantage plan really, I think, from a financial standpoint and from a benefit standpoint, really is a better plan. Now, I will tell you this, and, and people get surprised when I tell them this. I'm a cancer survivor, two-time cancer survivor. I go see my oncologist four times a year. I go see my dermatologist twice a year. I go see my urologist once a year. I got more ologists than Carter has pills, for gosh sakes. And I would still be better off, for me personally, on a Medicare Advantage plan and paying those copays than I would be on a Medigap plan, um, just from a financial standpoint. And I certainly will, again, I'll sit down and I can show you some numbers on these things. Um, and we can go over a, a spreadsheet. I always put a spreadsheet together for my customers because I think it's important for them to see real numbers. Um, and one thing I will tell you, if you're whoever you decide to work with, if it's me, great. If it's somebody else, that's fine too. But please make sure whoever you're working with is doing numbers for you and you understand those numbers before you get into this because it's very, very important. Um, and I think it, there's there's some advantages to it as well. So. Uh, I hope that answered your question, and uh, if it is, if it didn't, feel free to reach out and call me, and I can go into it a little bit more in depth. So, uh, prescription drug coverage, great thing. Uh, there are four stages of prescription drug coverage, and again, um, you've all probably heard about the donut hole, which really makes me sad that they put such a tasty thing in such a rough spot. But um, I'm going to give you numbers from this year when it comes to this. But there are four stages. So the first stage is an annual deductible. Most plans don't have a deductible, especially for tier one and tier two coverages. But if you have an annual deductible, you have to reach that first. So say your annual deductible is $350. You'll pay retail price up to $350, and then you'll move into the initial coverage stage, 
which is your co-pays. Co-pays are awesome. Depending on the company, they're very low, uh, and they will, and they, uh, and, and it's a very advantageous to have a prescription drug coverage because this is a great area to be. Now, when your total drug costs, this is where it gets confusing. And folks, please don't worry about understanding this right now. If, if it's an issue for you, I promise you I'll go over, go over it with you one on one as well. But when your total drug costs, meaning your deductible, your initial coverage stage, what you've paid into your drugs and what your insurance company has paid, once that reaches $4,020, you move into the coverage gap, the donut hole. Okay, so now you're in the donut hole. Well, what comes to the donut hole with you? Well, the annual deductible comes with you. What you paid in the initial coverage stage comes with you, and we pour that in a bucket. Now, you're going to get 25% cost of all your brand name drugs and all your generic drugs, and you're going to stay in the donut hole until your costs, costs that come out of your pocket, reach $6,350. Once you get to that, you move into the catastrophic stage. This is great because now you have a small copay or coinsurance for your drugs. Uh, for example, one, one plan has got three, $3.80 for generic drugs, $8.30 for brand name drugs, or 5%, whichever is more. I want to make sure people understand that because that 5% can be fairly significant. But that's the, the, the four stages of, of drugs. Please, folks, don't let this confuse you and don't let it stress you out. Um, if you sit down with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, they should be able to really kind of put some um, some things together for you because if, if they're doing the right job for you, they're getting your drugs and they're telling you what their tiers are and what that cost is going to be for next year. You may not even have to worry about this. In most cases, most people don't even have to worry about it. So I am here to help you. If you need any help, I would love to help you. Um, my name is Kirk Pulsell. Uh, my number is up on the on the stage there. Do we have any other questions? I would love to answer questions if you guys have any questions. And if we don't, that's okay too. Um, but feel free to reach out to me or, uh, or reach out to John, and John can get you hooked up with me as well. Uh, uh, I I am I am blessed to have uh, been able to be with you today. I know I get really like I said, I'm a Medicare nerd, so I get excited about this stuff. But if you guys have any questions whatsoever please reach out to me. If you are already in Medicare and have plans, there are some plans out there that have changed drastically. Give me a call. I don't care if we work together or not, if you want to know the truth. I'd love your business, but even if we're not going to do business, call me if you have questions. Call me if you have concerns. I'd rather answer them. Um, the good Lord's had a couple of opportunities to take me off this earth. Uh, he left me here to help people, uh, so I'd love to help you. Um, but uh, yeah, if we don't have any other questions, we have we, we do we have, have some questions coming in now. Far out. I'm All ready right. for Are there supplement plans that can help cover the that donut hole? Um, there are really not anything that covers that. Um, it's mostly covered through, you know, your private insurance plans, but they're not on the drug side. There are some on the on the medical side, but not really on the drug side. No. All right, we do have another question. Right. What about changing Medigap supplements? Changing from one supplement to another supplement? Um, you do have, if you're going to change from one supplement to another supplement, you do have to go through underwriting. Uh, you, you'll have to do that. If you wanna change from a supplement to a Medicare Advantage plan, 
You have to do that during this annual election period that we're in right now from October 15th to December 7th. Um, but you can do that without any, um, without any underwriting whatsoever. But if you go from supplement to supplement, you will have to be, you'll, you'll be subject to that, um, that carrier, wherever you're changing over to, you'll be sub, subject to their underwriting um, um, issues. All right, that was the last question that we had. Awesome. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'd like to thank Bank Cherokee for having me on today. I'm, I'm really blessed and I, I feel thankful. Uh, if you have any questions, again, reach out to me or or reach out to John. I know John is, uh, um, you know, we're, we're big fans of each other. So if you need any help, uh, we, we'd, love, we'd love to help you. So um, if that's all you got for me, I, I just want to say thank you for, uh, for having me on, folks. Well, Kurt, thank you very much. And uh, thank you, everyone, for attending this afternoon's uh, webinar. Um, as you know, we've been doing these on a monthly basis, and we're trying to come up with some very important and educational topics that we feel will be important to you and that you'll get a good benefit out of. And so feel free also to do a follow-up with us here at uh, Cherokee Investments at Bank Cherokee and let us know if there's a topic uh, that you feel that would be important to you in your financial planning. And if you would like us to put that on, we'll see what we can do to find an expert who really can take us to that part of the financial planning world. And again, Kurt, as you can see from his presentation, is very knowledgeable in the Medicare uh, realm. And uh, follow up with Kirk as you can, uh, or give us a holler and we'll connect you with him. But his information is there on the screen. And I would like just to say again, thank you for attending our webinar. We look forward to talking with you on the next one. Thank you again, Kirk. Have a great day, folks. Take care. If you have any questions, please contact Jonathan Kavaznik at jkavaznik, that's K-V-A-S-N-I-K, at securitiesamerica.com. ESG Players Podcast can be found on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, and many other platforms through the Backroom Studios. That's Backroom Studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, Jonathan B. Kovacnik, CHFC, registered representative, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisories, Inc., Cherokee Investment Services, Bank Cherokee, and Securities America are separate companies, not FDIC insured, no bank guarantees, may lose value, not insured by any government agency, not bank deposits.